0: Welcome back, everyone, to Exo Friends on the Elder Millennial Network, the Exo Squad podcast. Uh, today we're going over season two, episode six, and the episode is called Mindset. I am David Hoyt, and as always, I am joined by. Gavon Fashami.
1: And Lexi DeCoding. Oh my goodness, I sound like I was singing my throat. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> That's
0: okay. i off to uh, a good start.
1: Yeah, I think it's air quality related cold symptoms living in Colorado.
0: <laughs> so, I mean, everything's on fire again. So I assume you are under a haze of doom and gloom again.
2: Uh, we have been for most of the summer, but the past few days have been pretty good.
1: Yeah, it was that was like the best birthday gift was I woke up at about 3 a.m. on Friday morning and there was like a thunderstorm um, clearing the air. So it's better. It's just like I still have lingering... Issues.
2: Lingering uh, lung crud.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Who knows? I don't want to talk about it too much because then I'm just going to be like, oh, well, it's cancer. I guess that's <laughs> <laughs> what's happening now. <laughs> Sorry. <Yeah>. Every,
0: every <laughs> time you look up something on, on WebMD, it's just like Fist of the North Star. <laughs> you don't even know. You're already dead. Right? I probably butchered that, by the way. Yeah, but the important Japanese part is, speaker.
2: the important part is you tried.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I tried to learn another language. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Do you two ever watch that series, Fist of the North? No. State? I have not. I, th- no. I know what
1: you're talking about, but I don't think I've ever watched it.
0: it it's fun. That's, okay. all, that's all That's all. i can really <laughs> say about it it is the stupidest kind of fun uh just people exploding left and right and making weird noises okay um, but i'm very here th- for
1: that does anyone have a bikini with pockets i mean
0: oh my god so you noticed it too <laughs> right? a car- cargo <laughs>
2: bikini she's wearing a literal cargo bikini
1: yes uh, <laughs> how, how <laughs> could i not we need to talk about it, the f- the fashion in this episode <laughs>
0: It, it wasn't till it wasn't towards the end of the episode that I noticed it though like at first I thought they were just like little nipple decorations and then I was like wait a minute those are pockets
1: yeah no because even uh, so for anyone joining us if you haven't watched this episode Amanda Connor is in it and um even like the little like kawaii big-headed animation of her in the tv show she's wearing that bikini with pockets and that's when i noticed it and then later in the episode like she strips down and she goes for a swim on the beach and i was like oh shit no she actually has like a cargo bikini with also like a tattered like flintstones fur vibe on the bottom half i don't know it doesn't not even do it's like it. not it's
2: like a tattered fringe or something like that almost like it looks yeah it looks like some kind of like Flintstones skirt
0: it, it, almost looked to, it almost looked to me like it was kind of the bikini bottom, but those tatters, I thought those were also pockets, like just hanging off.
2: Of it. <laughs> it's just, just like a bunch of hanging pockets. I mean, it's very practical, you know, you can a place to put all your little, I don't know, seashells and things that you find at the beach, all yeah. the little specimens you're collecting.
1: All the waterproof things you need to carry on you while you're swimming <laughs> in a bikini, totally.
0: <laughs> maybe, they're, maybe they're like super waterproof pockets. Wouldn't that be amazing? If, like, no, because I don't wear bikinis, so I have absolutely no <laughs> idea what I'm talking about. <laughs> I
2: mean, it's never too, it's ever too late to start.
0: That's there right. There you go. That's right. You can always adapt. <laughs> well, so, like I said, this episode we're talking about is called Mindset. Um, it was written by Mark Edens and Sherry Goodhart's. and as I have come to like to do, I like to look up the people who aren't Mark Edens whenever I see a writing credit in this show. Um, she didn't really seem to have a huge resume, like a couple of episodes of some popular shows like Star Trek: The Next Generation, Aeon Flux, uh, Gargoyles, Young Hercules. Uh, but I I looked up the thing that she had the most credits on, Galador, Defender of the Outer Dimension, which is like a BBC show made around 2002, which really feels like my limited experience with modern Doctor Who, like budget level graphics Mm -hmm. of cgi going on around real people it like i only watched about 10 minutes of the first episode but i think i might watch more after that
2: (laughs) fair (laughs) enough i'm I'm looking it up now
1: yeah i'm also googling it at this exact moment um
0: the the poster for it doesn't like really reflect what the first at least the first 10 minutes of the first episode are like
1: is it live action or is it like, yeah, it's
0: a li- It's live action with like really early green screen stuff.
2: Oh yeah! Wow, it <laughs> it's really goofy looking. Oh my god! Right? I just watched some guy throw another guy, uh, uh, like uh, some guy on a C- or green screen background, throw another guy into a very badly done CGI crevice, crevasse, yeah. perhaps. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Hell yeah! And then some kids wake up, this. Yeah, this looks like show. Yeah, a
1: show. It is a show. It has toys. Hang on. So Shari, you say it's a BBC production, but is she British or? I, you
0: know, I didn't make that. That I didn't see where she was from exactly. I didn't. I didn't look that far into her. Uh, I, mean, I don't know. I don't okay. Know.
1: It looks like this show also Galador Defenders of the Outer Dimension ran on. YTV in Canada and Fox Kids in the U.S. Amazing. So you know I don't if know
0: the Fox Kids? It's good, right? No, that's not
1: true I don't even know what that is, but I. <laughs> Fo-
0: Fox Kids was like, I mean, obviously a kid kid uh, aimed programming block of like generally Power Ranger adjacent stuff, like okay. Big Bad Beetleborgs uh-huh. and. Uh, where were, where was, there were some other ones too like like uh the western spin the western nineties spin on ultraman like a lot of a lot of sentai kind of stuff but right yeah All so right. that's about that's about the extent of what I could find out about her um so the episode opens, and uh we see we hear j t and well, i put j t and marsh j t and Marcella. Uh, are uncloaking over the earth in a pirate ship and descending, bringing Napier home to Phaeton City, or as it is once called Chicago. Um, it's got this really chilling like music going mm-hmm. on when they're doing that too mm-hmm. uh, and they get they get down to Chicago and Napier and the group meet with the resistance members who are still on earth. And now that he is the leader of the entirety of the Earth Resistance, he nominates Eve to be leader of the local branch. No one really any sa- says anything to that except congratulations. There's only yeah. like
1: four of them
0: apparently. Woo! <laughs>
1: <laughs> <a> tough competition.
2: <laughs> not, yeah. yeah, Eve looks a little nonplussed, but like I'd probably feel the same way. It's like oh, great leadership positions fun
1: well like the,
0: the you know i would have nominated eve solely for her performance against the like first neo-sapien e-frame kill on earth When <laughs> she like the resistance will crush you so <laughs> she she made the best she made the best pun so she gets to be the leader
2: right right
0: uh napier informs the group that they have their first mission from Exofleet as part of the coordinated resistance effort to rescue jonathan perrion the last president of the Home world Congress, who's being held in a air quotes re-education camp <laughs> in the Caribbean.
1: Yeah, yeah. it's like off the coast of Cuba or something.
0: Yeah, it, I uh, maybe I wrote maybe I wrote it down wrong, but it seemed like like where they were describing it was like a much bigger area than you could actually use and be like, okay, I know where that is, right? It's like somewhere in the Gulf of Mexico. <laughs>
2: Yeah. Right? Well so they, they just they called it the Isle of Pines, right? Wasn't that it?
1: Yeah. Oh yeah.
0: Did, did they? I might have missed that. That's gotta yeah. be a real place.
1: Yeah, it is. I'm looking at it right now on a map. And it is, is...
0: It? Ooh, that's beautiful.
1: The Isle of Pines is nowhere near fucking Cuba. Sorry, excuse my language. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's like on the border with Canada. Hang on, maybe I've got the wrong Wait, Isle that's... of Pines. I'm like, this I... is not Caribbean at all.
0: Nope there's
2: Wait, one in the looking... pacific ocean also apparently oh, yeah.
0: <laughs> that's the one that came up for me the one next to australia so obviously that's not the right one
2: <laughs> no i was like do they even have pines in the caribbean i mean i'm i'm, I'm ignorant and my apologies to any caribbean listeners that may or may not be some thing, kind but... of
0: conifer
1: right
2: <laughs> uh, well, i mean, I mean there's like not... pines in florida i guess so yeah
1: Maybe? they might not be indigenous they might not be indigenous to that area i don't know i doubt that pine trees are indigenous to that kind of environment but like that doesn't stop them from growing fucking everywhere uh, true you know I don't think pine yeah. trees are indigenous to South Africa but we have a shitload of them
2: there's apparently a island uh, called Isla de la Juventud I don't know I'm not a I can't pronounce Spanish words but oh the island was called the Isle of Pines until 1978 so somebody uh, may not have been up on the uh, the renaming Apparently, Um,
0: I I could believe that I could believe that
2: it's the second largest Cuban island and the seventh largest island in the West Indies after Cuba itself, Hispaniola, which is Haiti and uh, the Dominican Republic, Jamaica, Puerto Rico, Trinidad and Andros Island,
0: I guess. No, No matter how many times I look at a map that shows me like Cuba and, you know, the Dominican Republic and everything, I always forget out, like actually big these islands are yeah like yeah. way bigger than puerto rico
2: yes much much bigger yeah um
1: that's why they built the re-education camps there because there's lots of space yeah and then you know the the fresh air is always really good for re-education <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that relaxing beach and, vibe it's really yeah. good for brainwashing I don't know.
0: and forced volleyball fun
1: the <laughs> most volleyball fun indeed. oh my god that's I
2: mean that's my ideal vacation uh though this island looks gorgeous it does actually have a lot of pines on it too uh as I wow. guess you could you know wow yeah holy shit this place looks amazing we should uh we should go to the isla de la
0: juventud can, can we still travel to Cuba?
2: uh um, i mean you can It's just like because i i think like uh my my friend tammy she went uh, a few years ago so I, I think you have to like go through like a whole like you know like political process of like getting a visa and everything and it's a giant pain <laughs> in the ass because like, <laughs> that, there's a that whole
1: process of getting a visa or oh, no oh shame <laughs> poor americans oh. <laughs> sorry yeah. Like fuck y'all! I think Cuba's the only place I don't need to get a visa to go. <laughs> <laughs> I think
2: like, I think you can go to Russia.
1: And I can go to Russia, yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah, I was really here for the uh like kind of SS tropical like uh, vacation vibes. Was like <laughs> it was pretty fantastic. Like the Camp Commandant or whatever that guy was. His little, like, khaki know, shorts and right? his little, like, Nazi hat and, like, little, like, sleeve letter, you know, like, short sleeve button-up shirt, just, like, having, it's like, you know, like, Heinrich Himmler has a beach vacation.
0: <laughs> it really was! The commander's outfit was perfect. Chef's kiss. Yeah.
1: It's a re-education in fashion. Yeah.
0: <laughs> oh, and also, and also the Neo-Sapiens hanging out in bathing suits, like, just straight-up bathing suits.
2: yeah. That was like that was fantastic. It was just like <laughs> Neosapien beach vacation. <laughs>
0: but I mean, after <laughs> like fate-
2: being interned on Mars, you got to figure out how many Neosapiens have even been to Earth before the before Phaeton's like, uh, you know, war. And it's just like it's kind of funny to think like, it, for a lot of these Neosapiens, it's their first time like on a beach somewhere nice and warm.
0: So like that, and that uh, I I would imagine. That someone could have built like an artificial beach resort on Mars somehow. If we could terraform Venus, we could build a beach resort on Mars. Yeah, and that's why they had those swimsuits. It wasn't <laughs> like it wasn't like they took over Earth and then Phaeton was like, "Oh, you know what I need? Convincing swimsuits for this uh, face camp." Yes, <laughs> that's, I need, I need, I need the most cut soldiers I have, even though they're all shaped pretty much exactly the same, and some. And a nice a nice one piece for the ladies,
2: but I mean, it's been what a couple of years at this point. Maybe it's like they're they're like Maybe. discovering like you know Neosapien beach cultures kind of grown in. You now have like kind of younger Neosapiens like you know like doing like surfing and stuff and like saying things like I was hang say, loose. Do you,
0: think do you think Neosapiens are good at surfing?
2: Oh, undoubtedly. There's no question.
0: But perfect muscle control, perfect balance. Like... Yeah,
2: yeah, they're probably like exceptional surfers.
1: Yeah, they can what hang six like. <laughs> Wrap
2: your toes right? around.
1: Yeah, I don't know how many toes do they have. <laughs> hang hang uh,
0: it I, I didn't even think. I did think about the fact that's what hang ten meant. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> Is yeah, it, just, I, I never know. knew that.
2: I'm not a surfer guy.
1: Whatever. Okay. Um, getting carried away with this Caribbean reeducation right. scenario. <laughs> oh, I love it. What are we doing again? <laughs> <laughs>
0: to talk about people who kidnap you in south korea and beach vacations with neosapiens <laughs> I
2: mean, which i mean there's i think there's a degree of overlap there um because yeah. you know when you go on a neosapien beach vacation you kind of are being
1: kidnapped they take yeah. your passport away yeah. um <laughs> <laughs> all right hang on so just remind me so they're going to rescue essentially the last like world president i guess yeah.
0: Yeah, the the president of the Congress. Who sounds like more like a prime minister to me. Like I don't
2: know. Yeah, like the kind of cause it's like the Terran sort of Association of Worlds or whatever, right? Like the sort of like UN for planets. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to remember what his official title was, but he's he's basically just, you know, like Space Joe Biden. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, his his delivery is about as confused and wooden as Joe Biden's shame
0: well and we oh we actually get to we actually get to see him uh in the next scene where uh Amanda Connors is interviewing people at this beach resort, and like the way the way this voice actor chooses to deliver these lines is like amazing <laughs> he's he's trying to sound like he's faking it while playing a character mm-hmm. It's the double <laughs> it's fake like, out
1: yeah it's weird
0: like. Yes, I love it here. This place is wonderful.
2: <laughs> Phaeton only has the best interests for us at heart or something. Although
1: there there is a there is like a, a part where and this is the thing where I was like, Oh, yeah, maybe he has actually been brainwashed to some extent because he's talking mm-hmm. about how, oh, we learned about, you know, the um the uprising and how us Terrans like quash the uprising and then like enslave these people. Blah, blah, and like he starts crying. And but then, his face
0: stays deadpan, right?
1: Yeah, but Kayvon and I were like, okay, but that part of the story is actually correct. Like, if he's learning about this for the first time, well, I mean, yeah. I'm not surprised because of the your history books in this country. But, like, I was like, okay, that, <laughs> but that part's true. And then he's like, and then we learned about how the Exo fleet is planning a genocide. We are like, that's the not true part here. Like, this is <laughs> this is where the re-education is getting a little bit out of hand,
2: <laughs> right? But I mean, the first part of that is probably useful information. It's like, hey, you guys kind of enslaved us, and then when we said, hey, like we we don't want to be slaves anymore, you butchered tons of us, and then you kind of gave us some crappy limited autonomy that you violate regularly, and it kind of sucked.
1: Yeah, yeah. I
0: I like I like how all of these human politicians are just like perfect specimens like they're all adonises
1: yeah because there's a there's like a russian woman well she's got a russian-ish accent i guess and red hair and at one stage she's talking to another guy um i'm guessing is supposed to represent like an indian or sikh person and like she gets up and she just has like an eight pack she's got like straight up dashboard like, know abs. i
2: mean <laughs> Neo-Sapien Beach Vacation, it's, you know, you just hang out, you work on your abs, blast those, blast that bod.
1: I mean, I don't want to sound good like for a mind neo- and body. I don't want to sound like a Neo-Sapien sympathizer, but I'm like, how bad can this re-education chem be? Because they look really healthy. And
2: like... I know, it's like, yeah. your, your, guard, <laughs> your commands from the guards <laughs> are like, go play volleyball and have
0: fun, or else. <laughs> Where the cameras can see it. <laughs>
1: yeah. Okay, that was pretty funny, though. I enjoyed that. That scene. Like that. So Amanda's like doing the kind of like Ministry of Misinformation work here, but she does honestly believe that like what they're doing is good, right? Like I don't know, I'm, yeah. I'm kind of confused because she seems to be in on it, like oh now I've got to interview this person and this person, whatever. Um, but she doesn't seem to realize that like they're not actually having fun at the beach camp. I don't yeah, know. Yeah,
0: like like she is she is unbelievably stupid.
2: Yes. <laughs> No question.
0: It it, go, it it goes beyond the point where I'm like questioning, like, is she just doing this to survive? To like, no, she's just a fucking idiot. Like, yeah. yeah.
2: Like this goes beyond willful naivete and is like, yeah, it's like they, they're, yeah, they're doing the best. Like Phaeton's a really great guy. It's like, have you noticed that like the Earth is being depopulated or? I mean, maybe they keep that stuff from her, but it's just like, yeah. At some point, you have to kind of realize this is all yeah. that you're just simping for, like Space Hitler here. <laughs> yeah.
1: Um. Yeah. I mean, maybe she was like, "I got the sweet bikini out of it. I don't really care." Like,
2: I got it has pockets. pockets. On my boobs. I-, I can put shells <laughs> in them now.
1: Listen. <laughs> Woman's clothing does deserves... not come with enough pockets, so I will just... Right, that's what I was going
0: to say. Phaeton deserves to rule the world just for making functional women's clothing.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, anyway. Amanda. Very yeah. com- complicated character.
2: <laughs> well,
1: I don't think she is. <laughs> <laughs> she,
2: she's just an idiot.
0: I don't know. Oh, well, the... So
2: really quickly, we... before we move on, one thing I do want to, um, just like emphasize or point out is uh, a certain, uh, space pirate friend of ours is hanging out kind of in the background of one of these shots. Um, I've got a screen cap of it. Uh, I'll drop it what? in the, uh, yeah, there's a certain, I mean, like, it's just, I'm sure it's just a character model, but it's definitely like, oh, Hey, that's like, we know that guy. Um, I've got a screen cap of him. I'm going to drop it in here really quickly, but, uh. Yeah, uh, it's uh, one of our favorite. Oh, hang on, sorry, let me navigate. Our for favorite
1: this. background characters.
2: Yeah, favorite is background it, space is pirates. Is it pirate Skullman? And, uh Just wait a minute. I mean, he's undercover, so I think he's missing his skull. But like, well, his skull tattoo, his skull is actually still there, thankfully. <laughs> the <whole> but... <laughs> yeah, here you go. He's uh, he's done a die job taking off the. Uh... Take off the uh, oh my skull, but he's there, man. He's just, like hanging out on the beach. That's definitely him. Yeah. After a life of low G, somehow he's comfortably existing in like Earth's gravity well. But uh, you know, he's doing great. He looks like he's thriving. He's got a nice tan. He's uh you know, I think the blonde hair dye is like a good look for him. Um it's nice to see maybe him just, uh getting out.
0: Maybe well, he went there for
2: the corporate retreat. <laughs> <laughs> I mean that looks remarkably like him though.
0: It does. It really does. Oh, I mean, definitely. I'm
2: assuming they just bought her at the character model because it's a great character model, but it's just like it's like, oh,
1: hey, so for this guy's here guy so, on the beach. Yeah. So for
0: anyone watch, for anyone watching the episode along with along with us, if you go back, it's right like when they pan over after Amanda like start does her interview with the president. It's like when they pan over all the people at the beach there. You'll find. A guy. It looks like it looks like pirate skull tattoo guy, just without his pirate skull ha- tattoo. Yeah, That's exactly like him.
2: He went undercover for a beach vacation. It's like right before the Neosapien guard menacingly comes up with the like volleyball. <laughs> and <laughs> <Right>. have fun. <laughs> yeah, and then that lady gets up with her like shredded abs.
0: Uh, after that we see um the resistance riding a train to some place in the Caribbean where they're going to or some place in the gulf where they're going to get on a hydrofoil um we watch a scene of uh the i I'd call I'll call him a Sikh, you know he's I, I don't I don't no I shouldn't I shouldn't I, shouldn't I mean this is the, Sikh, we, don't like, know. we don't
1: know it he's he's yeah. coded how do i say coded kind of indian i guess cuz he's wearing a turban yeah, and like, he has a little bit of facial <laughs> hair but we have vaguely indian middle eastern yeah
0: yeah um (laughs) well he he attempts to flee the island by getting on a unoccupied jet ski but lo and behold there's just an e-frame waiting for this exact circumstance and it pops out of the water and captures him um and uh amanda's like i don't get it what's going on (laughs) why won't they let him leave (laughs) Yeah, like, what,
2: uh, what is that interaction she has with the girl? She's like, oh, what's going on over there? She's like, oh, nothing. Everything is fine. Don't ju- Just don't a worry. jet
0: ski accident, ma'am.
1: Yeah. Right? Uh, yeah, she is really naive. And I'm like, I don't know. For a journalist, like, you're not... You clearly didn't take a class on, like, investigative journalism. <laughs> I get the feeling she's, like, one of those celebrity journalists who's just... Like her job is just to interview people. I don't know. She's not really she's not really there to like uncover the truth or anything. Um, she
0: doesn't she she doesn't actually know who she's gonna talk to on a daily basis. Someone just hands her like a like a batch of note cards to yeah. like get the wiki <laughs> bullet points of the person she's talking to.
2: Right. She's just like, I'm doing journalism. Her look the look on her face too, actually let me grab a screen cap of this cuz it's it's pretty fantastic. She's just like has this like dead blank look on her face after the um Neo sapient officer's like, "Oh, it's a jet ski accident. Everything's fine." And she's just like, "Thur." <laughs> it's it, it's such a good. It almost kind of reminds me a little bit of like some of the facial expressions Bernie Sanders makes. What? Let me see if I can just drop I'm, this straight in. I am the...
0: once again asking you to comply with the Neosapien order. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: Look at this I'm face. once again asking It'll you to make... play volleyball. <laughs> yeah, she just
2: stands there for a solid, like, three or four seconds just making this face. like, uh. I don't get it. Ah. <laughs> It kind of makes you wonder, like, is this just like what she, so like she does what the Neosapiens tell her to do, and then when she has like no instructions, does she just stand there making this face? She's just like kind of in (laughs) In sleep mode, basically.
0: Very, very high functioning artificial intelligence.
2: (laughs) I mean, more or less, right? Also, can we just talk really quickly about how cool the Hydrofoil is?
0: Yeah, I love a good Hydrofoil. Have you ever watched have you ever watched those those boat races where like they're not hydrofoils until they make like a turn and then they like raise up onto a hydrofoil to make the turn real sharp?
2: That sounds awesome.
0: Yeah, they're like supposedly they're pretty dangerous because the boats are going so fast and they're just like pontoons with sails. Like <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, they. Um we <laughs> marsala it quote unquote infiltrates the Sapien hydrofoil that they're going to take to the island but just like he gets up to the guard and then he just starts blasting
2: <laughs> i know right and like nobody seems to notice it's just like oh whatever
1: well i also is, like that he's this, he, oh go ahead i was gonna say he's also wearing a lot of eyeliner in this episode for some reason like, when yeah, we see him who, talking to um, the resistance earlier, like, he's got really dark lines around his eyes. I don't know. Maybe he's going through a goth phase in this episode, and he's just like, I'm just going to shoot. Who,
0: whoever whoever inked the lines around his eyes made them real thick this episode. But uh, he is also wearing, like, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. Something about his outfit struck me. He's like, I'm undercover. I should dress like I'm from a 1930s noir detective novel. <laughs>
2: It's also, like, it's the same thing. It's, like, this, like, really strong, like, SS vibe. Like, it looks like, it, with the hat and everything, he looks like some, like, old time yep. SS officer. He really um, does. <laughs> which, like, sort of matches the weird, sort of, like, SS beach vibes going on with the rest of them. But it's also, also like, I mean, he- he's the only one in a... trench. Like, everybody else is in these, like, short sleeves. It looks like it's hot out, and he comes marching up in this giant trench coat. It's, like, nothing to see here. I'm not suspicious at all. I promise
0: except for this gun Uh, uh, and and finally we get an answer to what they do with the prisoners because they actually like kept them on the boat this time and we find out at the end of the episode that was a bad idea (laughs) Uh, so (laughs) we go back to the island after the group has supposedly stolen the hydrofoil and amanda is speaking to shiva about interviewing the man who tried to escape and uh, Shiva's like, oh, he's under a lot of stress. It shouldn't be, it wouldn't be good to uh, to uh, interview him anytime soon until he calms down. And she's just like, oh, okay, I hope we can reach a peaceful world someday. <laughs> and Shiva leaves and I like how his cronies are like, even as even the people in the show are like, How the fuck can you stand that person? <laughs> right. Like what the fuck is wrong with like that? The other, like the
1: other the other Neo Sapiens, right? are like, how how can you stand to be around that Terran? She's so annoying <laughs> or whatever. I... I was trying to figure out do you think Amanda is supposed to be um a kind of caricature of like a naive leftist? Because she yes. does, she, she's often going on like, oh, but like, you know, this is the only way we can have a peaceful resolution or blah, blah I don't know.
2: Yeah, um, I think well, like, back then what they would have called like a bleeding heart liberal.
1: Yeah.
0: Okay. Yeah, she, she she seems, she actually seems slightly out of place in time, because like, I can definitely see her being what people would call a bleeding heart liberal today. But I, like, I don't think at least, you know, my my memory of that time period. I don't think I remember anyone being like that back then. Not, not to the,
2: not like, I mean, we didn't have like wokeness in the same way, which, you know, for better and for worse, I would say, but like, um, it was, yeah, it was like, it was a less political time. Like the early nineties, like, especially, you know, it was that sort of like that weird moment of sort of neoliberal optimism where it was like, oh, well it's the end of history. Like the Soviet unions collapsed, like liberal capitalism is the only game in town. So everything's fine um and you know it was like like the best you could kind of do uh, i say this as a nirvana fan but the best you could kind of do for like rebellion and like you know sort of uh counterculture was like this sort of just vague sort of this like what nirvana encapsulated this like sort of vague angst and discomfort but not really any like kind of clear core politics it was just kind of like well the reagan era is over we've got george we've bill clinton um the economy's actually kind of heading into the in an upswing for the first time since the seventies and pretty much the last time, uh, if you're if you're a working or middle class person. Um, and so yeah, it's just like this kind of weird apolitical moment.
1: And then we yeah. have people like Amanda. <laughs> yeah.
2: You know, just like everything's fine.
0: Everything's fine. Nothing to see here. The world is a better place than it was yesterday. But but
2: so maybe that's um, how we well, read her is just like one of these just like end of history shitty optimists like well Phaeton's the only game in town so everything's gonna be fine never mind the 9-11 lurking right around the corner. <laughs>
0: oh, <God>. So <laughs> after she has that conversation though we 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 get as as one of my favorite podcasters says something for daddy and uh, Amanda <laughs> Amanda strips down to her cargo bikini and goes for a swim. Uh, Right as JT and the Resistance show up, Um, in their like submersible
1: (laughs) e-frames, right?
0: Yeah, yeah. I I I believe their e-frames are watertight, but like we see later that they don't really work very well underwater unless they're specifically built to do so. Um,
1: Makes sense (laughs) to me, anyway. I don't know. Oh, but they all like pop up around her, right? And she's like, what?
0: (laughs) (laughs) What? (laughs) And Napier picks her up. Yeah,
1: like, like some kind
0: of I don't want to say rag doll, but just like, just like with his two gun arms draped over them, right? And then like sack of potato drops her on the beach. <laughs> right? It's so good.
2: it's just like, and she's just again, it's just like how like just like completely inactive she is as a person. She just like lays there on his gun arms instead of like I don't know rolling off or walking away.
1: Right? Yeah. Swimming away, even and, <laughs> and, and
2: literally anything,
1: <laughs> oh,
0: she, can't, she can't take action on her own, like it'd be, it'd be impossible to conceive. Uh, and Sean drops her on the beach, and he's like really pissed at her. And we learn that she was his or she is his ex wife, and uh, he's like, You know what? <laughs> you know what, collaborators get collaborators get led, and he pulls out his gun. <laughs> and jt's like no
1: stop like, yeah doesn't he say <laughs> something like oh this is my ex-wife she's betrayed the entire human race <laughs> like, <wasn't>... yeah
2: <laughs> it's so good he's like oh i don't have to pay alimony anymore
0: <laughs> i don't have to pay alimony to my extremely rich and famous wife anymore <laughs> <laughs>
2: right I was working as like a beat cop in chicago
0: <laughs> and uh I mean, a, a lot like a lot like kind of just goes on real quick in dialogue here where he just they basically berate each other. Like Napier says, How could you possibly believe this is a good thing? And she's like, How could you be such a warmonger? And he's finally, you know, he's just like, Fine, I'll show you. And they take they go to the camp, they stuff her inside uh, Napier's e frame with Napier. Like, <laughs> good thing he has the uh, the giant like police Neo Sapient e frame that has enough room. To do that um
2: it's super awkward though, she's just like draped across him as he's like piloting this e-frame it's like yeah and i've it's never it's gotten the goofy. sense that they're sitting right
1: yeah. she's kind of just like hugging herself onto him i think in the same yeah. little space there so who knows what's going on um yeah.
0: Uh, while they're having a conversation near the camp, there's like lights shining all on them,
2: right. Yeah. I was wondering about I was like, are they about to be discovered? like what's happening here?
0: well they obviously got discovered from that little thing that pops out of the ground and like it seems like some kind of sensor that warns mm. them of their presence. but then like those lights are just shining, and like you don't hear any alarms or anything. you know it's not the typical cartoon like <laughs> if i if I just walk five centimeters away from this light circle here they won't be able to see me in the dark right um
1: yeah but no they're standing there with like massive spotlights just shining all over them i don't know it doesn't seem to make any impact there's a lot of like weird visual cues in this (laughs) episode yeah um
0: the uh the what jt peter and oh i can't remember his name now
1: not, is it avery the guy
0: who loves the guy who loves smooth jazz no it's not avery <laughs> yeah avery's a Jinx. Jump troop. Jinx, Jinx. yeah yeah that's right uh, uh they they fly towards the camp while napier stays behind with amanda uh, they get attacked by a few Neosapian e-frames they take care of them but then like the guards at the base shoot down peter who crashes into a guard tower and completely destroys it but he is fine. like just, you know, I mean, just walking away. <laughs> is, yeah. He yeah. Also, NBD. is he
1: also in, in an E frame that doesn't cover his arms? Yeah. It's like yeah. he's he's, or at least... he's got his like sleeveless arms sticking out or whatever, but then he's still got his hands in like some kind of contraptions, right?
0: It's it's weird. That like that's that's like the one E frame in the show where like it almost seems like it gets drawn differently from time to time. Mm. Where like if it's in space the arms look closed. but sometimes when it's on the ground it doesn't.
2: Maybe there's like a space and an atmosphere model.
0: It's Maybe. like cheaper could to build be, like could an could
2: atmosphere be. model that doesn't it's not like sealed for vacuum.
0: And that that was always the biggest disconnect between the toys, right? Like the toys like they all had exposed arms not like in the show at all Mm. um the the uh well they they get into the base and we've already talked about the neo sapien commander in his in his beach ss outfit uh can we also talk about his
2: accent really quickly (laughs) because like yeah he does have
0: an accent doesn't he i'll put i'll put in the i'll put in the line where he talks about blowing up the base so people can hear it um
1: it's it's kind of but, British with a touch of Australian and like maybe I don't know a couple of other things going on there. It was all like all over the place throughout the episode, right?
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, it almost seemed like someone was trying to do like your classic Star Wars Imperial Officer accent,
2: <laughs> Man, just not doing a very good
0: job of it. Well, I mean, those were actual British actors versus probably some american guy asked to do a british accent right. or something sure. near
2: that you imagine there's just like a bunch of like interns and like low level script writer people or whatever sitting around and they're just like all right like who's gonna, who can do the best british accent uh
0: there there are tons of great uh like anime that that got sold to companies for like pennies in the us and, and giving them dub rights and they would literally just like pick people out of the office to do voices they were so bad but sometimes they're really fucking funny You can find good compilations of them on youtube i'm sure this guy is not that but it it almost seems like that a little yeah, bit this right. time <sighs> um, it, it, the commander orders uh the camp to be to self-destruct and i'm just like so is every building rigged to explode what you, what, whole, what's your?
1: the whole isle of pines is gonna go up <laughs> <Just> because <bucket.
0: poo. laughs> he says destroy the camp and everyone in it They're like wait a minute we're still in it shut up
2: right. <laughs> right i mean i guess if you have like a high value prisoner camp and you want to make sure they never escape like bringing yeah. it to explode makes a certain sense i guess
0: but uh, so I guess I guess for me, it's a failure of the show to do kind of the legwork of world building. But like, I don't get the sense that anyone really gives a shit about these politicians. <laughs> <laughs>
2: right? They're just kind yeah. of like a weird propaganda PR tool sort of thing.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah, it's not really clear, like, yeah, why Phaeton is holding on to them, or like why they're being, you know, quote unquote, re-educated in the first place. Um, well,
0: it's. A- go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, uh, it, it's a it's it's a fairly big it's a fairly big like jump for an intellectual ask of like a twelve year old right <laughs> right <laughs> to be like oh yeah you know politicians would be inspiring <laughs> <laughs>
2: they're important or something <laughs>
0: yeah
2: even though like Napier I think at the end of the episode is like you know you politicians like grew distant from people and like you're terrible so you're gonna have to learn how to actually be decent but um. But there is, I think there's a certain, I don't know, like, just kind of, I'm de- not, not having ever run, like, a, totalian, a totalitarian, like, fascist dictatorship. Um, I think there's a certain logic here of, like, especially if you're doing, like, a very quiet kind of, like, off-the-books genocide. Uh, you know, you mm. don't want to tell, all, like, however many billions of Terrans live on Earth. Like, hey, we're going to just wipe you out systematically because they're going to fight back. So it makes sense to kind of maintain a lot of the publicly visible figures like if you come mm-hmm. in and you just like decapitate the government execute everyone people are going to be kind of on edge but if it's like oh you can see their leaders and they're they're having this great beach holiday learning about neo sapien history like even if it's like you know you know all that's bullshit it's like well they're not they're not killing these people like all the same people that I'm used to seeing on television are still alive and are still around and so like things are normal and you might not notice that like oh like a few people from the neighborhood or the slave camp I work in or whatever are just like slowly mis- disappearing every couple of months you know it might not be as in your face readily available just yeah kind of speculating
1: yeah. okay I'll I'll buy it for the same okay. yeah
0: you you've convinced me you've yeah. convinced
1: me I, as uh, head of
2: planning for phaeton's Terran depopulation program this this is our logic uh,
0: the commander Fashami. um <laughs>
2: <Okay>. <laughs> hey, you know what they 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 had me with the sweet like, beach uniform, so
0: i well, i was gonna, i was gonna say maybe maybe you got the the cushy the cushy beach guard job <laughs> <laughs> exactly
2: it's like oh I'm getting posted to the the Isle of pines sick
0: uh she uh, at this. So at this point, uh Shiva has learned of the attack and starts sending in more troops. Uh Napier and his group get ready to leave with the with the uh the prisoners. And I forgot to mention like the great scene where JT like frees all the prisoners and then gets into like the president's cell, and he is just laying like like rigid as a board. <laughs> with his on eyes his open. <laughs> and he like Like it it literally looks like something like out of a out of the Exorcist movie or something like that. He just like turns his head to look at JT, stands up perfectly straight, and is like, Yes
2: (laughs) Right and then spews green vomit all over the place. (laughs) Yeah,
1: I think there was something wrong with the president before the re education camp and then maybe this gulag island experience has just like flipped something in his brain. It will never be the same again.
0: Finally broke him.
1: <laughs> right.
0: Uh, and, again. Uh. So Napier and his group get ready to leave the island with the with the with the prisoners, and he he actually offers for Amanda to come with them, and she refuses because she's like, "No, I believe Phaeton's way is right." And Napier's like, "Well, I tried. Bye. <laughs> yeah. good, l- good luck. Good <laughs> luck."
1: 'Cause the the interaction there was kinda interesting interesting. she's like, No, like there has to be a she's like, peace between like the Terrans and the Neo Sapiens is the only future we have. Um and I think Napier's the one who says, I agree, but like Phaeton's way isn't the right way to do that. Um, right is that that was the scene
2: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, no, that... That's 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 okay. basically the gist of their conversation, yeah.
1: And you're like, Yeah, oh, yeah. okay. Again, yeah. Like, Napier's not an idiot, he's just not yeah, Amanda does kind of come off as really stupid, which I'm sad about. <laughs> I wish she was a more interesting or complex character.
0: Yeah. It would be nice. <laughs> yeah.
1: It's fine. I mean we've we've got like Nara, Colleen, uh like all the other women characters in the show are awesome, so it kind of I don't think like Amanda you know, it's not like, oh my god, the show's so sexist because yeah. they've got this one stupid woman. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the
0: sh- the show the show the show is not lacking. For, well, I mean, there's less of them than there are men, obviously, but it is not really lacking, especially for the time period, Mm. its fair share of very competent women characters who are interesting outside of their relationship with men right in the, in the show
2: and there's something like, I think to be said then for like also having like doofus shit women characters like you know having a panoply a variety <laughs> of like you know like yeah you have like your strong interesting complex capable women and you have a doofus women can also be doofuses doofi
1: yeah no obviously I just thought like, oh god Amanda please like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, she's the word do.
0: Doofesses. Doofesses. Yeah, do fesses.
1: she's a
2: doofess. <laughs> yeah, she uh, she looks her most um in this scene too. She like looks her most uh like Flintstonesy. Also, mm-hmm. when you see her, it's like, oh yeah, she like looks like she's straight off the set of a Flintstones cartoon. Hang on, I think I've got a screen cap for it also. Cause it's, it's just like, what is this? Be- is she like going for some kind of like, cave woman beach? bikini beach thing go i don't i don't really i don't
0: know yeah i i i'm trying to think of like the the equivalent character on the other on the other end of the spectrum for the guys like the mayor of chicago
2: yeah and like i mean you have like but he, I mean,
0: he's 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 like a political operator though he's not just stupid i don't think. right
2: yeah yeah, I don't know if you get any like dumb, like like catastrophically stupid men. I mean, there's like there's some definitely headstrong idiot guys. Like we'll meet that. Like we'll meet JT's old, uh, I don't know, wingman or whatever, who's kind of a, oh yeah, kind, about it. he's kind of a moron also, um, in a in a way that threatens be get, gets people killed really. So, but yeah, I mean, there's nobody that's just like. I mean, she's just like a block of tofu. <laughs> Like, unseasoned, <laughs> unbaked, just, like, fresh out the box, like...
1: Raw tofu. Yeah. Might
2: uh, <laughs> my, my pick <laughs> up an interesting met. flavor oh. if she hangs out with something that's interesting, but other than that, she's just <laughs> kind of, like, bland and crumbly.
1: Poor Amanda. That's a good comparison.
0: <laughs> Shame. Uh, where...
1: <laughs> All right, so hang on. The, e- the squad wall. Napier and jt and the others are escaping with the politicians at this point right are they on a hydrofoil like i'm trying to remember they get back yeah
0: they get back on the hydrofoil they came on and as they're as they're leaving they discover that one of the neo sapien guards that they disabled i guess when they stole the hydrofoil like (laughs) got in an e-frame that they left on the ship but disarmed and is just sitting on like the bottom part of the boat that's underneath it in order to track them (laughs) yeah um which you know like the one time they answer the question what do they do with people they knock out (laughs) like yeah um the they get to they get to this well uh shiva shiva gets to the island after they get away and he goes up to the to the commander on the island and is like what the hell happened and the commander's like oh i contacted phaeton to tell him what happened and she was like you fucking idiot you know what's gonna happen if he figures out we did this and then phaeton calls <laughs> is like what the fuck are you doing <laughs> why didn't why didn't you guard this island better and she was like i'm gonna go get them right now <laughs> and so uh jt fights that e-frame that's attached to the hydrofoil underwater and it's a little simple fight but i kind of like it like it kind of demonstrates like what the e-frames operational capabilities are underwater there's kind of big slow doofuses yeah um
1: they're not they're not built for underwater battle by the looks of it yeah yeah
0: uh Clearly not, especially because he rips off the the arm of the one he's fighting, and it starts to fill up with water. <laughs> Fortunately, the we don't get this. Like, I didn't want to watch the Neo-Sapien drown. He gets out and swims up. Right, um, there's
2: something about like drowning that just like as his water his tank was filling up with water. Watching this I was like that seems like a like there's something that just seems like that much more brutal about watching this poor bastard drown underwater.
0: Well, yeah, like, like I mean, anytime anytime you have to like. Watch someone watch as their own demise comes towards them. It's like, ugh.
2: yeah, and so it's like I don't know. It's like it for a show that is kind of grim and is not just you know not afraid to depict people dying. It's like this was like one step too far. Maybe they were mm-hmm. like, okay, no, he's gonna get away. It'll be fine. Like
1: we can't show children, and someone drowning like
2: yeah
0: i'm okay with that
2: right because yeah. it's like it's like reminiscent of the old like gi joe where like someone like you know right before the missile hits the guy parachutes out of the helicopter and it's like that doesn't happen very often in this show but this is like one of those moments where it's like oh yeah this is like the guy parachuting out of the helicopter before it explodes
1: yeah swimming to the surface yeah. to not drown <laughs>
0: even though parachuting of a helicopter that's going down is probably one of the most dangerous fucking things you can
1: do. Right? <laughs> like,
0: it's like, oh, this blade won't possibly hit me. Ah!
1: Right. Yeah, how
2: does that work? Do the blades pop off? I don't know.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I don't think they do.
2: <laughs>
0: Oops. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, Shiva starts to follow the hydrofoil. Um, the, the group gets to where they're going. This, like, mo- this, like, broken down tanker and jt and marsala are like okay we're gonna go back and act as a decoy while you guys get away and the politicians have already started arguing and sean steps up and gives that little speech you mentioned before cave where he's like he's like what what the fuck are you all talking about this is like we need to win this war before you start talking about you know, like what you're gonna do after like yeah. we're not even we're not even sure we could do that
2: and, like, what are, they're arguing over something really inane, too, like, we should have a central headquarters, and someone else is like, no, we should yeah. do basically the same thing, I think they say. It's like, no, we should have a parliament that's organized at a central location. Someone's like, no, we should have a central headquarters.
1: That's heavily defended or something, yeah. It's like, um, okay, why not both, firstly? And also, yeah, like, let's, let's get out of these swimsuits first before we have a serious conversation, <laughs> chaps. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: I would, I would have paid so much money if one of them actually said that that sentence <laughs> for like, Let's get out of these swimsuits, first, chaps. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh man,
0: a skeleton, yeah. a skeleton
2: man's actually present. A- as is actually, you know, because I'm, I'm kind of have this playing on in the background as we're chatting. Um, do you remember like androgynous um, uh, purse speaker of the house lady? That was at the beginning. The of- the yeah, purse. she's she's right here. Yeah. Hang on. Let me uh, I'll just make a quick copy of this and drop it in. Um,
1: Does she still have her purse on her?
2: Uh, No, no purse, but she's definitely got like a, a nice, grim, angry frown. Let's see here. Hang on one second.
0: I was looking at the uh skull tattoo pirate man screenshot again. The, the like dude in the middle is kind of like smirking
1: for some reason <laughs>
0: yeah it's just like man
1: the really yeah you play that volleyball <laughs> really blonde guy
2: yeah here you go so it's a skeleton man and then if you look right over his uh right to his right there is um androgynous purse lady with her you yeah. can see her earrings she's got her lipstick on and everything
0: oh my god <laughs> wow Nice reference. Well, at least you... Yeah, at least she got to keep her lipstick, I guess. Like... Yeah,
2: <laughs> but they took her purse, the bastards. I don't know where she's keeping her lipstick these days. But... She probably kept hitting them with
0: it. <laughs>
2: <laughs> and they came to take her in her office. She, like, beat two sapiens to death.
1: That's why she's she's also wearing a bikini with pockets underneath, and that's where she's keeping the lipstick.
2: Ah, that oh, makes yeah, sense. Yeah, yeah. Good call. That's,
1: that's, that's why women need pockets, because we don't know where to keep our lipstick if we don't have pockets, guys. Come on.
0: <laughs> I, oh, I, 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 I'm donning my monocle right now. It's like, I've always thought that's why.
1: <laughs> yeah, you know, I've got to keep my, my lipstick, my lip gloss, my all my various beauty items on me at all times of the day
2: yeah in your cargo kini.
1: in my cargo <laughs> right? cargo keeney
0: car keeney car keeney we'll have to workshop that one i uh, i mean
2: honestly i smell business opportunity here guys <laughs> we have the um, the, um, yeah, just... the amanda what's her name amanda
0: amanda waller line yeah the amanda, amanda Waller. it's
1: amanda connor well, but amanda I,
0: connors i keep I'm... wanting
1: to call her amanda palmer which would also be really funny if this character was just amanda palmer <laughs> that like would be,
2: musician. i actually almost did the exact same thing that would be amazing <laughs> it's just like amanda palmer the musician and neo sapien apologist and simp <laughs> <laughs> all
1: right so hang on these useless politicians are arguing Sean like interrupts and gives them a little pep talk about how they're supposed to serve the people, right? And then yeah, is that was that it for that scene? Like what?
0: Basically, yeah, yeah. Like he's just like you're gonna go back and you're gonna work to get your people free from this awful war. <laughs> like we'll make those decisions afterwards, and then scene end. Uh, we go we we cut over to the hydrofoil with Marcel and JT. Uh. Drawing away Shiva's forces, and like it's, they they start shooting the hydrofoil. Marsala falls into a uh, Halliburton uh, <laughs> uh, co- console for the for the hydrofoil and starts that starts immediately electrocuting and exploding everything, <laughs> and um, he gets they set it to self destruct. Some of the a lot of the sapiens land on it and it explodes, and then there's like this terrifying like shiva screaming Name! you have to put With the like audio of that in burning there burning his eyes oh yeah i'll
1: definitely get yeah like it like zooms part. in on his face and the reflection of the fire on his yeah <laughs> sort it was pretty pretty creepy
0: yeah i get what they were going for but the scene just didn't have that much gravity (laughs) no
1: i mean it's it's something about the volleyball and the swimsuits and
2: (laughs) this whole episode yeah the
1: ss booty shorts it's just totally all over the place (laughs) i'm sorry
0: (laughs) we always we always refer like when we see a dude wearing like shorts that are way too tight we all nancy and i always make a joke about uh hugh jackman in that movie Chappie, where <laughs> like he's got he's clearly got like the wolverine bod still and they've got him in like a nerd like a nerdy set of short shorts and a buttoned up shirt
1: i need to look at this because i actually never watched Chappie. i'm sorry yeah he's, I've not he's just it. popping
0: out of a
2: Let's see huge Jackman and chappie huh yeah i i I just like I gave that one a miss for some I don't know i just couldn't couldn't do it, oh yeah, oh yeah, I see what you mean,
0: <laughs> I guess they're not really booty shorts, but still like everything he's wearing is way too tight, and he's <laughs> supposed to be like this like hardcore like military engineer. it's really weird. <laughs>
2: kind of like your dad right like this is i'm sure your dad was also just like a huge rip dude wandering I, around I,
0: i'm not like my dad was apparently pretty handsome in his in his day oh, i don't, I don't, doubt don't it. think he ever looked i don't think he ever looked as good as hugh jackman let's just, let's just say that. that's fair
2: <laughs> either way this this like the shiva scream is like i think my favorite part of this episode because it just it's so jarring it comes out of nowhere you're right there's not like a lot of gravitas i kind of read this as like he's like he's fucked up again this is a second fuck up so he knows he's in deep shit with faith he his life's in danger yeah. but like it's just so over the top like melodramatic just and like you know it cuts to it's hard to get a good screen cap of it because it's in motion but he's making this like hilarious face when it explodes and then it cuts to like Like, his face just, like, drawn in complete torment and anguish, and you see the fire reflected in his, like, pupils and stuff, and it's, it's, it's wonderful. It's, like, so obnoxious, but I really love it.
0: Yeah, he's definitely more worried about himself than all the, like, 30 men he just lost. Yeah.
2: Yeah, 100%.
0: uh, so, so yeah, he did the, the explosion goes off, kills all the sapiens, Marsala, except Shiva, Marsala and JT take off for space. Um, and that's how the episode ends. But before that happens, uh, Phaeton questions, uh, Shiva about like, like he's, he's upset that all the politicians died because it seems like he still needed them to like convince the world to stay somewhat calm. Um, but when Shiva says, yes, they are all dead, he's like, I wonder if they truly are. And then Amanda comes up and she's like, oh, Phaeton, thank goodness, you're here to you're here to make everything better. And he's just like, sent this fool away. And I don't think we ever see Amanda again. No, we do. <laughs>
2: do yeah, we, I think she pops up remember. at some point.
0: She pops up at the very end.
2: Yeah.
1: Once she's yeah. figured out yeah. that she was on the wrong side of history. Yeah.
2: but by being put in a prison camp because isn't she's like in she's in she's incarcerated somewhere or something right when we see her next
0: yeah i think i think i yes that's true she she's in a prison okay it has been for a while yeah um (laughs) and Phaeton's just like there will be no more interviews And, uh, yeah, that's where the episode ends. We get an end card of Simbaka. It's not really that interesting. Like, it doesn't tell us anything we didn't already know or, like, anything super cool about him. It's just uh, just Winfield, like, waxing poetic about, like, he used to be my enemy. Now he's my friend.
2: Yeah, Yeah. the only thing was, I I guess I didn't realize that he was the captain of the Resolute 2. I just assumed that was still, like, Winfield. But I guess, yeah, he's captaining the flagship now.
0: Yeah, weird weird spoiler. Because they haven't built the Resolute 2 yet.
2: You're right, actually. Come to think of it. That's, yeah, weird.
0: I mean, they... they they, they probably didn't put that much thought into the continuity back then.
2: No. And I mean, there's no guarantee that this would have run with that episode either, right? Like, these are. Oh, yeah, uh, you're right. These are appended on after the fact, but you might not have gotten that card until later in the season when it originally. Because, like, when did this even originally air? Would it, like, the premiere for this would have been at, like, what, 3 in the morning or some shit, right?
0: Yeah. It would have been really early.
2: Yeah. So then they. After, like, they'd already kind of, I guess, given up on the show for no reason at all.
1: Yeah, which, I don't know, I mean, there's some funny stuff in this episode, but I mm-hmm. felt like this whole episode was kind of just, like, a filler to, to have people do stuff, but, like, nothing really consequential happens. I guess, like, yeah, Shiva fucks up again, and that's going to be uh, a yeah. problem they... for him. But, I don't know, yeah, I don't know about you guys, but I felt like this... this this particular episode didn't really add any, like, thing yeah. to the major plot points or, like, major um, drivers for the story.
0: Yeah. They, they should have just gone, like, full anime, unapologetic uh, fan service episode. Everyone in <laughs> bikinis. <laughs> yeah,
2: but including him. Like, the
0: whole episode. Yeah, just complete ExoSquad beach party.
2: Yeah, hundred percent. JT oh, yeah. and Marsala in like mankinis, like like straight up banana hammocks. So like, yeah, I would have been here for that. Do you big do time. you think
0: do you, do you think Bronski is like like <laughs> board shorts and Hawaiian shirt with like too much sunscreen on the nose kind of guy when he goes to the beach?
2: Uh, leopard print g-string thong bikini, hundred <laughs> percent. Oh no. Okay. <laughs> no I mean, but he's I mean... you know it like there's no way he's not like <laughs> there's no way I like, I
1: like the image dave painted more personally but... <laughs> 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 uh, i'm just imagining bronski like in a leopard print mankini like just burping and farting the whole time
2: yeah, that's like exactly his character. <laughs> that's like him, one, like waving a like a like a gray chicken leg around and eating like green slop in like a beach chair, just sunning himself. He's probably <laughs> and he's probably like red as a lobster. He's probably the kind of guy that like doesn't wear sunscreen, goes down to the beach, gets like horribly sunburned and just doesn't give a shit, and then just like walks around with his like back peeling through his back hair.
1: Oh! <laughs> 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 sorry it's more the, the skin peeling that's freaking me out right now because i burn very easily and that is not cool you don't want that the...
0: <laughs> one time one of my students ran up to me i had a really bad sunburn and uh he was like mr david i'll help you and he just like grabbed a small flap of skin <gasps> and pulled it from like my elbow to my wrist <sighs> and i was like <gasps>
2: boundaries child boundaries
1: it's, it's like henry ah why have you done this <laughs> That's, all right no, i'm traumatized no. for the rest of the day i'm giving up now i'm sorry <laughs> <laughs> i can't Oh.
0: <laughs> well on uh, um, on that note um uh, that's that's really all that happened in this episode it was funny but like not a whole lot to talk about yeah this uh, is like
2: def- i mean like it's entertaining in its goofiness but as far as like the larger story and stuff goes this is definitely one of the not so great episodes i think
0: yeah, i think yeah.
2: uh, there was a that said filler earlier i think yeah like filler's <laughs> kind of exactly what this was
0: the uh <laughs> any anything you do want to plug or suggest this week
2: uh I just finished the 8th book of the expanse series recently uh or 7th book whatever the whatever the most recent one is i think they're up to 7 i think 8 the 8th one's coming out or something or maybe it's the 8th either way uh wonderful series uh phenomenal highly recommended
1: Cute. Yeah I don't have anything new I'm actually listening to 80s thrash right now that's behind on the times i am so
2: you should, recommend, you should recommend some '80s thrash bands for our uh, listeners.
1: It turns out I really like Blood Feast, so that's cool. If you, if you want, if you if you want to join me on my '80s thrash exploration, this week is Blood Feast, if, so go for it. If
0: it if at some point none of those none of the songs by that band are introduced by like someone in like a really deep voice, like, do you have your invitation to the blood feast? <laughs> I'm going to be really disappointed.
2: <laughs> Hell yeah.
0: Uh, the the only thing I have to suggest this week is uh the uh the last the last Evangelion movie in the in the movie series that they did to retell the story came out and it's really fun. Uh, Heck so yeah. if you're a fan of that series, it's worth watching, all th- like three hours of it.
2: Ugh. Heck yeah!
0: But, all right, cool. well that's it for uh for us today, everyone. Stay safe, stay healthy, do all the things that we need to do to get through this second wave.
2: Yeah. Wear, wear your masks, hunker down. You know it sucks, but such is life. Go
1: back to school next um, week.
2: <laughs> yeah. Duh,
1: Sorry, nah. that's us. <laughs>
0: yeah,
2: I know. Nah. Yeah, we're back to back to teaching in person because it's totally safe or something. Um, yeah,
0: totally safe. Yeah,
2: it's gonna be just fine. Um, although I wouldn't be surprised if we're back to teaching remotely again in a matter of weeks. We'll see. Yeah.
1: Yeah, well, we will see what will happen.
0: Well. Good good luck and carry a bottle of Lysol to just spray on anyone who comes near you. <laughs> yeah. Yo. Uh, all right everybody, take care. Cheers. Bye. All right. Later everyone. Cheers.